When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Hollywood Behind Closed Doors with Frank McKay on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Frank McKay here with a very talented actress. We've had her before. And her life story, especially her childhood, should be uh, turned into a, a movie, a, a book. It'd be a bestseller. What, what a career and what a life looking back this very talented lady had. Michael Learned is our very special guest, and so many people know her from uh, her uh, her role in The Waltons and uh, in multiple Emmy Award-winning performance there. I don't know how many she won. My God, she won a bunch of them. And uh, she she created um, part of a, a legendary show, and and what a cast and uh, of talented people coming off of that. But she was she was a young mother playing an older woman. And uh, just what a performance she did. But so many things over the, over the course of a career, just absolutely fantastic. But her life story, and if you don't know it, you know, hear a past interview, uh, her life story, especially her childhood. And I think Austria was right after the, right after the, uh, uh, the end of the World War II. Uh, you, you hear that aspect of her family's life. It, it should be a movie, and, and it would be a monster hit. Uh, and speaking of monster, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, is her latest, and it is, uh, uh, it, it is, it's, it's must-watch TV. Uh, what a departure it is for Michael uh, in uh, in her role. You match that up with uh, with Olivia Walton, and there's, uh, there's not not much difference, not a bigger contrast could you get. Michael, how are you? Well, I have a cold, but apart from that, I'm fine. And boy, was that a smooth segue from <laughs> uh, my life, childhood in Austria to monster. Yeah, what, <laughs> pretty what good. a childhood, <laughs> my God. We'll talk about, we don't have the time to talk about that, but that's got to be a movie, uh, Michael. That's just, You know, that's a good idea. It would be kind of unusual. Yeah, for sure. Except I never knew what he was doing, what my father was really doing. We should let your your listeners know that my father was working for the OSS back in Austria in 1950. Which is um, the precursor to the uh, the CIA. CIA, right. So, yeah, it just and, um, amazing. Yeah, but we never knew. We were kept in the dark. It was all top secret. So we, did, we just thought my dad was home a lot. Yeah, there's so much more. To, to that story. I mean, that that's the amazing part, right? That's the punchline, so to speak, you know, non-funny punchline. Yeah. Uh, but there's so much more. You growing up and and being a 12-year-old, I, I remember you telling me you saw a cat get hit and you were, you were hysterical as you know any 12-year-old would be. And, and they were telling you, hey, listen, you know, young lady, we saw kids killed and kids die and, you know, don't worry about a cat. And right, like that. that's right. Yeah, just uh, amazing story. Your whole story back then uh, just wonderful uh, give us a little bit on dharma um uh, monster the jeffrey dharma story uh it's uh it, you know this is one of those things that you just can't make up if you made if you made up this man's life um and, and sickness I, I think they tell you to go back and rewrite it and lighten it up a bit well i know it's it's a 
you could. I had to ask my husband because I, I honestly can't watch the the um, the ones where he's killing those young poor unfortunate boys. Yeah. Um, I said, how did he eat them? Did he cook them or did he eat them raw? And it's a very naive question. You know? And my husband said he cooked them. Oh, he, so I mean, it, talk about sick. It's beyond sick. It's it's horrific is what it is, what this guy did. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, I, I, there's there's something in, uh, there's some members of society, there's just something missing there. And I, I think someone had had once described, and I, I, I wish I could properly give it, but uh, the definition of evil is is a void where compassion should be. And, you know, this is, uh, this is a, a you know, a, a, a take on somebody who had no compassion, who was just pure evil. None, yeah, none. He was detached. I saw several interviews of him doing my research, you know, and he he talked about the most horrific things, as if you were talking about going to a movie or reporting on his grocery store list. It was, um, I think that was really kind of so creepy and terrifying that this very good-looking guy in prison garb and, and a few of the interviews his father was sitting next to him and he and they just interviewed him and it was almost like he was trying to figure it out himself you know and he did say what you just said he said i think i my brain was wired differently from other people's yeah wow just wow when you saw yeah. the when you saw the script did you, or I don't know how, how it came about, uh, you saw some kind of treatment or, or script, or uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm from a different side of the business, but what was your first reaction to the, the offer? I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was, and with Ryan Murphy, of yeah. all people, you wow. know. So um, I watched several of his um, productions, and I, I just think he's brilliant, and to be in a Ryan Murphy production, even though it's a very dark uh, story, Jeffrey Dahmer, um, my my character isn't dark. She's just a grandma, you know. She's yeah. She hasn't. Um, she doesn't know what he's doing, or she doesn't want to know what he's doing. And um, so there were a lot of little colors, subtle colors that I could play. Of you know, a, a woman who is she apparently at least in our story she. She comes down with dementia, so you can sort of say, well, maybe the dementia also played into it that she didn't she didn't want to know what he was doing, and the, and the dementia helped her helped her denial mechanism keep going. Yeah, wow, just uh, just uh, um, an amazing story. I, I can't, I still can't get over your story. I've told it to so many different people. Uh, we've had shows. I've I've had you on. I don't, you know. I know you interview with a million people, but I've had you several times, and and every time we just get blasted with emails and uh, and text, and and I get phone calls, and I pre-record, right? So uh, when I pre-record, people think you're in the in the room with me. So they're like, put me on with Michael. I want to ask her if she knew this one or knew that, you know? And it's like, no, no, no. I recorded this six months ago. Or I recorded this the other day, or you know, that type of thing. But Everyone says the same thing. This woman's story should be should be a movie. It should be a book. And I can't believe that nobody's approached you about a book on your life story as a kid. It's it's unbelievable. 
It's, uh, well, I'm, I have written a lot about my childhood. The, the one the thing I haven't written is about getting the Waltons. You know, I, yeah. uh, I mean, a lot of people really are interested in that part of my life, but that's, that's not the most interesting part of no. my life, really. I mean, I'm very grateful to have gotten the show, but uh, my childhood was really amazing and kind of puzzling. I mean, my... my <laughs> I did get into therapy eventually, and my therapist said, it's, it's a miracle you're not insane, because it was so, um, first of all, it was dangerous, and yeah. secondly, um, it, it was so complex. It, you never knew when the other shoe was going to drop, you know? The other part of it that stood out to me, and I mean this in the most, you know, like, respectful way, right, but you told a part of the story where where the older boys or, or even men were hitting on you, uh, you know, almost, you know, like when you were, you know, way below age, you know, 12, 13, 14. And the reason being is that you grew up prior to that uh, in, in a place that had milk and had had nutrition and you weren't malnourished. So, uh, you know, you, you looked like a teenage girl, right, that was there. A lot of the 16-year-olds. Well, malnourished. To Europe, to Euro European men, I looked to be in my uh, my late teens or early twenties. Whereas here, when I came back to the states, and first, I don't think I told you this, but when I came back to the states and went into junior high school, uh, then I think it was the ninth grade, and I thought all the kids, all the girls, were teachers because yeah. they were the, like me. They were very developed and, you know, tall, and I I couldn't put it together. I thought that I thought God, this is these were the students. They're all teachers here. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Thank God for America because we all got our cod liver oil when we were kids and our vitamin pills and good, healthy food. Yeah. I mean, not only were you a witness to history, and that was a historic time um, you know, right in your family, but you were a participant in history, right? You were a family member of of a man who was uh, who was undertaking something unbelievably difficult right. and dangerous, right? I mean, there's certain people that would have. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I, mean, so I think all... about it. I think he could. We could have been abducted and held for ransom. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. He uh, he did put our lives at risk in a way, but yeah. um, they were more interested in him probably than any of us, I guess. Um, Just what a story. yes, there was stuff going on that was quite important, actually. Because, you know, Europe was in a state of sort of a shaky state of in the middle, you know, of the war yeah. just ended, but the future hadn't really gotten started yet. No, uh, people were still rebuilding and plugging up mortar shell holes in their walls and um, covering up the squastikas on the on barn, barn sides, you know, stuff like that. They were just, they were just in the, recovering. They weren't fully recovered yet. Yeah, amazing. I, you know, when we have more time, I, I, I got a million questions to ask you, and I've already asked you a million questions throughout the time. But uh, listen, if there's anything else you want to add, do you have any kind of social media or or website uh, that you'd like to tell us about where we could follow along with what you're doing? I do have a website. I think I'm so not savvy with all this new wonderful technology. I have to say, I mean, I I love theory. I. I can't believe, last night my, my um, husband asked me a question and I just asked the question to Siri and within a second I had an answer. Yeah. It, it just absolutely amazes me. I love Amazing. it. 
But yeah, I do have a website. I don't know how you get on it, but it is on. I am on Facebook. We'll, we'll find you, Michael. Congrats okay. on an amazing life and an amazing career, still going strong, and and certainly on the latest Dharma Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Michael, thanks for being here. Nice to talk to you again, Frank McKay. Signing off. A uh, wonderful actress. I mean, multi uh, award winning, multi Emmy award winning, and and so many other accolades. Michael Learned has been our very special guest, and she is uh, best known for Olivia Walton on the hit show The Waltons and uh, so much more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A wonderful actress and people know her from Cobra Kai and Hunger Games and American Horror Story also. But there is a there is a, a piece of her that is uh, that is part of an underrated show, Mercy Street, uh, and and she did a wonderful job in that. She was in a bunch of episodes there, and uh, she really is a, a talented lady. Her latest is The Last Son. It's a must. It's coming out tomorrow, and she'll she's going to forgive me if I'm wrong here, but if she is the same Emily Marie Palmer, who sings Holy Magic and For Beauty, it, she is an extraordinary extraordinary talent she has some voice let me let me just tell you so she'll forgive me if i'm mixing her up but emily marie palmer how are you good morning i'm well thank you so much for that very kind introduction i really appreciate it and and i am also a musician and and those are both my songs so thank you are you the writer of those two songs Yes, um, in uh, Holy Magic is original lyrics, original music, everything, um, and For Beauty is original music, but I actually adapted the lyrics from an Emily Dickinson poem, so can't take credit for all of those beautiful words. <laughs> you know, Holy Magic was sent to me by my daughter. This is uh, well before I knew I was going to talk to you. This is like last week or so. She sent it over to oh, me. Yeah. She's, she's a big listener of all kinds of, and she said, listen to this beautiful voice, and it's you. Is that unbelievable? And I'm thinking it's, <laughs> oh, that's it, crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Holy magic. Everyone's got to uh, check it out. And Four Beauty is, I, I, I checked out Four Beauty because it was, uh, it was there right next to Holy Magic. What, a, what an incredible voice you have. I, I've got to give it to you. Um, thank you so much. And please thank your daughter for listening. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. Give us a little rundown on The Last Sun. Um, I, I'm excited to see that tomorrow, and uh, and yeah, give us a, an overview without spoiling, of course. But uh, give us a little sure. take on it. Yeah, sure. The story of the film follows an outlaw who's played by Sam Worthington, and he believes that his bloodline is cursed. He believes that he's destined to be killed by one of his children, and so he is on this kind of ill-fated journey across the West to track down his children and to kill them before they can wreak any havoc on the world and before they can kill him. So, um, so very, very lighthearted setup, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but when when you see 
a script at this point, and again, you're you know I, you're you're a young actor, but you're you're a veteran at this point. You've seen a lot of you've seen a lot of things. You've seen a lot of scripts and descriptions of uh, of work coming up. Do you, do you know right away if it's going to be a fit for you, or do you kind of have to sit with it? Do you have to? And and this one specifically, the the last son, is it something that you immediately uh, thought was for you and you knew was right? I I pretty immediately knew that the character was right for me and that I connected with her and um, and that's kind of you know it's it's a notoriously difficult industry to break into and so that's kind of always been my mo in a way it's just as long as I really connect with the character obviously it's great if you love the script and you love the, the full picture and, and that's the point I hope to get to is is where I have a career that's established enough that I can do that but for me it's always been as long as I have a, a genuine connection with the character and feel I feel like it's something I can play with honesty and and truth then then I I feel like I want to do it and and so that's definitely what I found with this one and I. I also unfortunately also really like the script for this one as well you know it's it, it, it's always uh, you know hard to talk about um, uh, business or careers uh, when when we talk about uh, COVID. But uh, when you know mm-hmm. when you get past all the the tragedies that happen and all the horrible things that that went down, uh, you start yeah. looking about uh, uh, regular life and how it uh, how it's affected. And you're you're one of the people and and different you know actors at your uh, at your stage in life. I, I I look at at you and it looked like you were just cruising along. Cruising cruising along, cruising along, and then all of a sudden, bang, screeching halt. You know, I, nobody could do any work. Nobody could shoot anything. Nobody, and again, we're we're all very sensitive about those who lost their lives and, and got sick. Yeah. But, but think about it. It must have been a very frustrating time to to stop doing something you love to do, and, and, and you're being forced to kind of sit back. Did you, uh, did yeah. you have that experience, or am I misreading it? Yeah, I think I think collectively, you know, in our industry was one that was was really, really um, affected and just that for quite a long time, we had to completely shut down. And, and I think it was nothing compared to theater, you know, live performance that obviously has taken even longer to recover, sadly. Um, but there definitely was um, quite a long time of just uncertainty and not knowing what was going to happen. And, and I was on the whole so extremely fortunate in, in that um you know, I was, I was okay. And, and financially I was all right and made it through those months of, of, um, you know, of stillness and of no work. And then really fortunate that this, this film, The Last Sun ended up shooting in October. So it was really just six or seven months later that I was able to work on something again. Um, and I know that wasn't the case for everyone just because it's, it's difficult in this career to break in and, and it's hard enough to, to book a job anyway. And, and when there are so many fewer productions you know up and running and fewer opportunities it's even hard to get work and so so i feel really fortunate well listen uh, they're really fortunate to have you in this film i'm watching it because of you and uh and yeah. what you bring to it and i think so many people are as well you're terrific so kind. You thank you yeah listen you're you're wonderful and uh, and the last sun sounds it sounds great uh the the concept behind it and everything else it's uh it's talk but it's uh it it sounds terrific i'm looking forward to seeing it uh tomorrow before we let you go uh, uh musically if you don't mind are you uh, are you planning an album are you uh doing any recording do you have an album recorded and uh, pardon my ignorance but what's uh what, what's your plan musically 
No, pardon, pardon my lack of um, information that's out there to find about my music. I um, I do have enough songs for an album. I I, I write pretty prolifically, and um, I could definitely make an album. I just it's always kind of taken a backseat to to the film career I've been pursuing. But but I hope I hope to make an album someday. And um, until then, I'm I'm planning to continue releasing singles here and there. And and actually, in the last one, I was able to kind of. Uh, weave my love of folk music into my character and so you'll hear me singing and humming in the film and kind of as part of the soundtrack if if and when you see the film listen uh, absolutely terrific your voice is is extraordinary and, and thank writing you so is, much yeah, wonderful congratulations on everything that's going right for you congratulations on the last son if you can give us a website or a social media site where we could follow along with what you're doing yeah, thank you so much for all of the kind words and encouragement. That really means a lot. And um, if people want to follow me, my Instagram is just my full name, Emily Marie Palmer. And um, for my music, uh, the best place to find it is Bandcamp. And um, Bandcamp is great with their, they, they really distribute more of the, the funds to the artist rather than the other streaming services like Apple or Spotify. But my music is also available everywhere. So you can just search for my name and, and you'll find me. Well, we're looking forward to The Last Sun, and that's tomorrow. Emily, thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure. Emily Marie Palmer, everyone, has been our very special guest. A really beautiful voice. I stumbled across it because of my daughter. My daughter, uh, Kayla, sends me um, music constantly. She constantly sends me music. And if I hear another Alec Benjamin song, I'm going to No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she sends me Alec Benjamin all the time. And she sent me Emily Marie Palmer. Uh, it must have been last week, and she sent me a song called Holy Magic. And I listened to it. I was like, wow, what a beautiful song, beautiful voice. She sends me a lot of nice music. You know, she, you know, <laughs> we do that. I send her something if I think, uh, I, if I think she'd like it, and I'd send it over. But she sent me Emily Marie Palmer. And, uh, and, and then I saw uh, when the interview uh, came up, and it was about an actress. I was like, it doesn't say anything in here about singing and i was thinking oh, maybe it's a different person or it's a mother or, or something like that and i just uh i didn't have time to look it up and and I, i'm thinking maybe i'm mixing it up uh with something yeah so i figured i'd ask her what the hell and and she has a uh, uh, she has another song posted on spotify that's where i heard it uh for beauty and it's uh, excellent it's it's really uh wonderful and uh she's uh, you know very talented young woman and uh, you know, Cobra Kai, Hunger Games, American Horror Story, and Mercy Street. Check her out in Mercy Street. Her latest is The Last Sun, and it uh, sounds dark, and she's uh, playing the, the daughter of the protagonist. And uh, again, it sounds, uh, it, it sounds very dark. I, I would love to check it out, and, uh, and I, I plan on it, and it's... Uh, it's right here upon us tomorrow. It'll be the first time we'll be able to get an opportunity to see it. Um, hopefully, we'll be uh, we'll be speaking to her again in the future uh, when we have more time. And you know, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of these interviews are on tour. You know, like they're in the middle of tour promoting this film, for example. And uh, and she's got to run, you know, in eight minutes or ten minutes or whatever. So, um, I. Uh, uh, you know, I, I can't get into uh, certain things that would take a little longer to talk about, but uh, she's got a big future ahead of her. Uh, Emily Marie Palmer, 
and um, you know she says it's difficult to break into the business and anyone who's out there waiting on tables or attending bar looking at her um, resume has to be seething <laughs> she's got hunger games on her resume she's got cobra kai and american horror star mercy street it's it's a big long list of of credits that she has already and and she's you know she's such a young woman and she is uh, she's developing as an actress um every step of the way terrific absolutely terrific and this is the next step her latest step in that journey and it's called the last son check it out frank mckay signing off emily marie palmer has been our very special guest frank mckay signing off once again 